Whipper. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk. You know how to dance. You ever dance with the devil in the Welcome, everyone, to another episode of This Week in Salsa, and today on the show, we have a very special guest, my girlfriend, Rosanna Lastra. Rosanna, say hi to the listening audience here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so today on the show, we are talking about couples in salsa dancing, and what better person to talk with me about that than my girlfriend. So, uh, <laughs> Miss Rosanna Lastra, uh, why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about uh, your background as a salsa dancer, how you got into it, and uh, and what styles you dance? Sure. So I am Puerto Rican, so salsa has pretty much been a part of my life since I was born, probably even before I was born. Um, so how was that? How does that work? <laughs> well, when my mom was pregnant, she would salsa dance a lot, so. Oh, you know, so I when, was like, already exposed to it. So, like when, when very, very when early. other babies, when other babies are like <laughs> listening to like Mozart and stuff. So, like I was they hear listening that, to salsa. salsa. Wow, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that works. But I didn't officially start taking salsa lessons until 2007, which was when I started college at USF. I started taking on one lessons, some casino, but primarily on one. And I took lessons for about three years. And I would go out and social dance. Then after I graduated, I pretty much started a master's program in medical school. So during that time, I was pretty busy. So I was pretty out of the salsa scene, not really involved in any lessons or um, anything other than just social dancing very, um, various times during the year, <laughs> not as much as I would have wanted. Mm-hmm. And then once I finished medical school, I restarted getting back into the salsa scene. And at that point, I started taking salsa lessons on two. So then that's when I switched from an on one to an on two dancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that would have been for the past two, year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is about when we met, is it not? That is correct. So when I first met you, I was an on-one dancer, and you were very reluctant to dance (laughs) on-one. You liked your on-two dancing. I was an on-two snob. (laughs) And I did not like on-two, but you kind of got me into dancing on-two. And Uh I kind of enjoy it more now, too. Do you? Okay. Uh, That's actually a revelation to me. Now, I know that you still like the on-one music more than the on-two music, I do like the on-one music a lot more than I like the on-two music, but I do like dancing on-two more. So, going with the whole, like, you and your your mother's belly, what if when I just, like, maybe when we go to sleep, like, I'll just play on-two music very softly (laughs) in your ears? Will that that do it? I don't think so. It's all about the lyrics. And, you know, I speak Spanish, so I understand all the lyrics, so I feel more attached to this on one songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. But <laughs> let's uh, let's talk just a little bit. Go, let's go down memory lane and talk about how we met. And what I specifically want to know is what are some of the things that went through your mind when I first asked you to dance at that social in Tampa back in 2013? <laughs> like, what do you think of that dance uh, between us? 
So, first of all, it's 2012, August of 2012. Gosh, you're right. <laughs> and it was at uh, Salsa Caliente Social. And I recall you asking me to dance and me saying yes, but then you were doing all these goofy moves. So, you weren't really seriously dancing. And I was like, what is up with this guy? What is he trying to do? And then I was like, well, I'll just kind of try to follow and do some goofy goofy moves as well so I did and then that was our first dance then you asked me to dance again I think it was a bachata the second song you asked me to dance so we danced to that and that's when you asked me for my number but I wouldn't give it to you so (laughs) I think we danced about five songs before I gave you my name but not my number and then you looked me up on Facebook thank god for Facebook (laughs) yes Okay, so you said that I was a I was a goofy dancer. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of take objection with that, but I understand where <laughs> it's coming from. So, what else as far as the connection between us and in, in dancing? Like, uh, what do you think of my lead in general? Like, did you think I had any uh, any skill, or was it just like, yeah, this guy is goofy? <laughs> so the yeah, yeah I, th- I thought you had skills. You did have some goofy moves. Just because be- I was just fishing just, for compliments. <laughs> you're just fishing for compliments. <laughs> I thought you had some goofy moves because you were doing things that I was generally not used to, um, and that was that just kind of took me off. Like I wasn't sure if it was because you weren't too confident about the dancing and you were just doing that, or if you just liked to do that, but. Um, the more songs we got to dance and you were less goofy than I did see that you were pretty good at dancing. And let's see, I do recall that we had a very good connection that night. There was lots of laughing, good dancing, good communication. And I really enjoyed those dances. Good. Well, now let's, let's start flashing forward and I'm going to comment on this first, <laughs> which is, I think this is very similar to the dating aspect and, and we didn't, you know, date for a while after that dance. Uh, I was mm-hmm. persistent, to say the least. <laughs> but we danced, and it, it was it was a great dance, great group of dances that we had there. We had other dancers afterwards on separate days. But I think as we got to dance with each other more often and more consistently, especially when we started dating and dancing with each other even more, uh, I think that we started to notice things about each other in the ways that we danced that were not really ideal for connection between us. What were mm-hmm. some of the things that, that you noticed as we started dancing more, saying like, huh, you know, he doesn't do that right, or <clears throat> it feels weird when we dance in this way? I think the biggest thing that I would have noticed would have been on the lead, more of uh, the tension when you are giving me a lead, where I would feel kind of like the lead when you wanted me to do something instead of, throughout the dance that I would kind of be prepared for the move and know what I'm going to do. I felt like right when you wanted me to do it, that's when I would feel that lead and then would do it, which would kind of take us off beat a little bit or make us run a little bit behind the music or things like that. So I would say that's pretty much the biggest thing I started to notice. Um, more recently, I have also um explain that more with your left hand I feel like you kind of move it more than I personally would like just because it kind of can interrupt the lead and not make me understand really what you want me to do and let's see 
I think those have been pretty much the only two biggest things that I've pretty much noticed and commented on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny because when I teach my classes, I always tell my students not to move their hands in that basic step. <laughs> and it's funny that you're telling me that I do that. And I'm assuming I don't do as much as my students, but still, like, I'm, I'm messing that up, too. So that's something I definitely have to get better on. And the, the first one you mentioned, the way I think about that is it's like going immediately from zero to 60 if you don't have that mm -hmm. consistent tension. So I'm definitely trying to get better at that. I can change, babe. I can change. Okay? <laughs> I know. I know. Don't stop dancing with me. Don't stop dancing with me. But... I can change, too. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure I this been some things as well. Oh, I have a list, babe. Oh, I'll start with number one. <laughs> no, there's no list. But <laughs> I think that the things that that I notice are probably my fault because that's it's always the guy's fault. So, <laughs> good so one, good when, one. I like that. <laughs> so uh, I, I think the biggest thing is that um, the, the spins, when we dance, your spins are sometimes where it's like it, it's, it's in control. But it's like driving without power steering. That is, it, it really takes a lot of energy of mine to get you around once, twice, three times. Uh, so it's it's the difference between having and not having power steering. And I've noticed that starting to take a toll on my body, I'll be honest, I noticed that I'm starting to have like wrist and middle <laughs> finger issues with my right hand. So I'm starting to wrap them oh, up no. as you've noticed. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I've yeah, helped I you wrap. out with that. You have, you have. So I'm now like using my, the, the wrap on the middle finger is great because my middle finger would hurt because I would like, I, I, I've noticed that as I've gotten more advanced as a dancer, I tend to use less fingers in my lead. So I'll now just usually use my middle finger when I do a lot of spins. <laughs> but with you, I like, I need that support of a second finger. So I'll wrap the two fingers together to kind of support that. And I know you've been working a ton on your spins and it's been getting better, uh, but that's one thing that I noticed and hopefully it continues to get better because I plan on dancing with you for a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, um, I have been working a lot on my spins. I find more of a balance. I tend to lean more towards my right, I believe, if I've got mm -hmm. that correct. So that can kind of pull on you. And I think that's where that's stemming from. Yeah. Well, now, we, not too long ago, we were in New York City for the Salsa Congress, and we took a private class with, uh, with Magda. And a lot of the focus of that, of that class was on tension and on connection. What were some of the things that you took away from, from that class, that, that couples class that we did with her? I think the biggest thing, thing for me was that at the point that when we took the class, I was getting a little frustrated because... We had also joined a salsa performance team, so it was um, requiring a lot of us, and I was getting more and more frustrated with me not getting the spins right or us not getting the routine as fast as I wanted to. So it was I was more of at a point of like, why can't we just get this right? Why can't we get this faster? Like, does it, why do we not have that connection? And something that she pointed out was that, you know, sometimes I have great dances sometimes I have horrible dances that'll be with the person that I have great dances with so it's you don't have to have all your dances with that one person be all great dances you know it depends a lot on the environment and a lot on how you feel if you've eaten if you haven't and I think that was the biggest thing for me to understand going on forward and not being not putting so much pressure on myself or not putting so much pressure on you when things went wrong and being like you know 
this just went wrong. Like, we can't do this anymore. But thinking more of like, you know, maybe if we're just not feeling it right now, let's just take a break and get back to it. And I think that has helped a lot in, you know, making me feel less stress and being able to move forward faster and improving a little bit more at the rate that I want instead of like holding myself back because I would get upset. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And so there uh, we're, we're obviously dating and we're also performing together and we are dancing together. And I think that one of the mistakes that I was making when we first started doing all those things is I directly related the strength of our relationship as, as dating uh, with the strength of our dancing ability together. And I thought, well, if we can't communicate well <laughs> on the dance floor, that means that there's something wrong with our relationship because we should be able to communicate well enough to be able to be great dancing with each other as well. And what I've come to realize is it's not so much that, but I think that the, the strength is hopefully in being able to identify some of those issues and work towards improving them, which we've done. I mean, I think there's still a lot more work that we can do, but we're working towards getting better. And I also mm -hmm. think that our our tempers are getting better as well, especially mine. I have like the worst <laughs> temper. I, I like to like get things and, and do things quickly. And I've realized to be like, you know, more relaxed with that, especially like the past few performance team practices that we've done. I like haven't gotten really mad at all, which is unheard of for me. I feel like I'm upset more than half the time at, at performance team classes. So, uh, so that's good. Yep. I would agree. I think that's good. I think our communication has improved a lot more and just also from that um, class that we took with Magna and just like communicating with each other instead of just having expectations without letting the other person know what those expectations are. So kind of like, you know, I mentioned to you, well, I don't like it when you move your hand so much or give me tension throughout instead of just at the end. So that communication has gotten better, which I also like as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. The last thing that I want to talk about is just in general about dating in the salsa community. When you are considering dating someone in the salsa scene, what are maybe some of the things that go through your head or what are your general thoughts on dating in the salsa scene? Well, so initially I wasn't thinking of dating anyone in the salsa scene. That was why well, it was so hard to, you know, get a hold of and ask out on a date. <laughs> Just because I always felt like, you know, that was more of the social aspect of it. And I really like dancing. And I, you know, I always feel like if it doesn't work out, it's still someone that I'm going to be seeing all the time. And it's just going to be awkward. Um, but I would say you can definitely, now that we've been dating for a little over a year, like it's definitely something that is worth it, like sharing a similar interest is definitely a benefit. Um, so some things that I would look for would be, you know, making sure that we en enjoy each other's company when we're on the dance floor, when we're not on the dance floor. Someone that, you know, you can talk to openly about things that you can, you know, critique in a positive way and, you know, they won't take it in a negative way and, the next biggest thing about dating someone in the salsa community that I think I would um, include would be just um, someone that even if you don't necessarily dance the same styles, they're still willing to, you know, learn different styles or 
dance with that one person, the style that they like, but also, you know, come to kind of some of under, understanding with each other that they can still enjoy the dances with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, where do you fall on this idea? Because I've, I've heard people say, kind of like you said, where I don't want to date a salsa dancer. I'm in the salsa scene, mm-hmm. but I don't want to date a salsa dancer. I've heard reasons as, as much as like, listen, I need a separation from that. I can't be doing that all the time. I've also heard that um, I want it to be my thing, you know, and, and not mm-hmm. like, like have it be almost an escape in a way, in a good way, but have it be mm-hmm. an escape. There are also different kinds of people who dance salsa. So you have the, what I will call the super hardcore who maybe it's their full-time profession to be a salsa dancer or they're an instructor as their nighttime moonlighting job in addition to their normal <laughs> profession. Uh, then you have the people who dance a lot. They go to the congresses, but they're doing it more so as a uh, as a hobby that they're really, just like really into. And then you have the people who do it as more of a casual hobby. So do you think that there are groups of those kinds of people that should not date or groups where you're going to have have issues with that kind of stuff? Not necessarily. I mean, I think it's based on an individual basis and each person's going to have a different opinion, but I don't, I mean, I think if you have a good connection with someone and it's, you know, a potential for it to be a very good relationship and a long lasting relationship, there shouldn't be any restrictions to dating because of subgroups or things like that mm-hmm. okay what's the uh what's the worst pickup line that you've heard on the salsa dance floor <laughs> oh god huh i can't think of any quick ones right now i mean usually what i hate or <laughs> something that happened to me um I finished dancing with a guy and they just kind of gave me their business card right after. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this? So, I mean, not necessarily a pickup line, but I would say that's kind of been the worst way of someone flirting with me. And they just kind of gave me their business card and walked off. And then I could see from the side in the distance that they were still kind of like over on the other corner, still staring at me to see what I was going to do with the card. And I thought that was really awkward. Wasn't there some guy who said, like, I'm going to rock your world or something like that? Oh, no, wait, what was that? What was it was, that? no, it was that one guy, and he was saying it to a couple of girls, because I remember we asked some of my other friends, and he had used the same line for them. I think it was for a bachata dance, though, not a salsa dance. Oh, okay. Let me show you, I'll show you how it's done or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one was pretty bad, too. But I think the business card beats the other one because he kind of just ran away and, like, was staring at me. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. I'm glad I was not there for that. It sounds super (laughs) awkward. It was. Uh Uh-huh. So. How about you? Have you gotten any pickup lines? Any pickup lines? No, I haven't. No, just girls, huh? I don't think that really happens (laughs) to guys as much, or at least, like, not to me, maybe to other guys, but, uh, and I've never really given a pickup line, I've never given my business card to anyone, (laughs) or maybe I should start doing that, not that I would, no, 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 if I were single, I would definitely do that, because that sounds like a great move. Well, Um, it wasn't, based on my opinion, so maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, so besides (laughs) that, I mean, so I'll I'll change the question a little bit to be, 
what do I do if, if I were interested in someone like before I met you, uh, what I would usually do was I would like dance with them more than once. That, that's my general <laughs> rule of thumb is <laughs> if, it, uh, if it's someone who I'm interested in, uh, I'll dance multiple with them. And obviously the first time we met, I danced like five times with you. So I really <laughs> like you. Yeah. But I'll, I'll do multiple dances. I mean, if it's a fun dance, I'll dance with them again, usually once, one more time. But if I really like them and want to get to know them, I'll try to dance with them, you know, three, four, five times to every kind of song that plays. So that's, that's my pickup line. It's just persistence. <laughs> yeah. So any parting thoughts on where we go from here as a dance couple? So what, what do you want to see us improving on over this next, next year? I think our connection has gotten better, but that could continue to use some improvement. I think, I think once we get that, everything else will just come. So I, I still feel like that's the one thing I'd mm-hmm. want to work on. Babe, I think we just need a good dirty dancing training montage. And let's just like go to a lake <laughs> and I'll pick you up and throw you in the water, you know, just like in a movie. And then we'll okay. dance and you'll <laughs> sit in the corner and I'll pick you up out of the corner and then we'll perform. And that's it. Okay, sounds fun. Let's do it. Okay, honey, thank you so much for coming on today's call. I really appreciate it. And I hope that everyone enjoyed this uh, this talk between me and my lady friend as well. (laughs) And uh, I will see you tomorrow for Halloween. And speaking of couples and salsa dancing, we are going to be Bam Bam and Pebbles. So that's going to be awesome. I'll try to post a... uh, a photo of that here in the in the blog post as well. So thanks and see you next week.